Tomo is the new cast member on House of Cards. And I've got some exciting new businesses I'm launching today. All that and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 137. Thanks for tuning in. I think you should say your congressman more or senator more. That sounds more like it because, one, it's been a while since we've done a program, so nice to be back in the saddle. And, two, the last time uh, we talked to you was briefly on the Mike O'Mara show, and you were testifying before Congress. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I had no idea that would ever happen. Who knew, like, creating an app six and a half years ago would lead to me testifying in front of Congress? Crazy. Uh, yeah, that's pretty phenomenal. Um, we have a bunch of different articles to get into, but let's just jump in uh, right into your testimony. Uh, we've chronicled uh, the ups and downs of patent trolling here on the program. Uh, some may say that it all started here on this very little podcast. Um, yeah. But I'll say, again, uh, as I said on Facebook, uh, there are moments in my life that I look at uh, individual accomplishments that you know people in my family or friends have had, and like, wow, that, that, that's really phenomenal. That's that's something that I never um, could fathom doing, and and you know, to, to just uh, proud to call call a person a family member or a friend. And I got to tell you, when I saw the picture of you testifying before Congress, and then watched the video, the subsequent video, uh, I couldn't have been prouder, man. I'm I'm very happy uh, for you, and it's not doesn't seem like it's something that you know anybody can just walk in and do, regardless of how much prep they have, let alone a few days. Yeah, uh, and it was a whirlwind of activity. I was given two days notice um, and I had to create a written statement, submit that. I had to do a five minute opening remark. So it was uh, it was a stressful three days, but an important three days. And here's a little clip if you'd like to hear. The patent troll business is low risk and high reward because patent trolls get free lawyers and they hide their junk patents in shell companies. They are destroying small businesses while offering society absolutely no benefit. The problem is not with patent licensing, it's with patent abuse. I have licensed technology from many companies, and in return, we get something useful that improves our own products. That is how legitimate companies use patents to build value. In contrast, with patent trolls, you don't get useful technology. You get an agreement that they won't sue you. That is not how our patent system is supposed to work. So there you go, a little Damn. clip of the five minutes. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Set that place on fire. Yeah. Jeez. Well, you know, uh, it, it was it was an interesting experience. There were four of us uh, as witnesses. Uh, Mark Griffin, general counsel of Overstock.com. Uh, Catherine Underwood, not related to Frank Underwood, yeah. uh, was uh, representing a national bank. Uh, myself and, <clears throat> excuse me, Mr. Brian Pate, uh, he's the CEO of Elliptico, and he basically he was the guy that was saying we can't pass the Innovation Act; it would hurt his company. And then you had everyone else going, "Yes, we need this." So it was interesting. Interesting. Uh, I would say it was balanced. It was basically you know all of us against one guy on the, on the panel, but well, at least we heard from the other side. Well, hasn't it been a situation? Look, you can open my eyes up to this more than uh, anyone else can. But I've been following this from the outside, and it's been a David versus Goliath situation for some time now because of, frankly, the organization and the finance that these patent trolls have. And now it seems to me that in the past few years that um, you know your side or our side, I would say, 
of the little guy, the guy that just wants to innovate and not worry about if he's got another idea, who's going to come knocking on his door because someone decided to buy a patent that probably didn't even apply to their uh, idea, and now they're shaking him down. The little guy is has gotten organized, and they're making their case heard. They're making sure that people understand that the, the patent system, the way that it was initially set up, wasn't it's not being executed the way it was supposed it's it was supposed to be set up as it's it's actually being used uh, it's being used and mis and, and misused in the mm-hmm. way that they're taking advantage of small business owners and large yeah. business owners yeah exactly and and one of the things that uh chairman goodlatt is is proposing that is guy the, by the way i'm a fan of oh yeah he's 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 so smart and the innovation act plugs like a lot of holes in the system currently that patent trolls are abusing. Uh, very simply, um, when a patent troll sues you, they don't have to tell you who's benefiting from the lawsuit. So you, I, w- in my case, I don't really know who was suing me. It was just a shell company. And, I, and they're going around suing everyone, collecting all this money in settlements. And we don't know who, who's collecting all that money. I mean, 10% of it's probably going to the, the, the lawyer, right? Yeah. The lawyer who's working uh, off a commission only, right? Yes. And, and you know, they, they're getting all these settlements, but who's really benefiting? And How are you so, supposed to confront your accuser if you don't know? Exactly. You're in a bar fight and you don't get to see the person that's throwing punches. It's just not right. Uh, and, and then there's, there's other issues like patent trolls. Once they sue you, uh, it's called discovery, right? It's now yeah. on the person being sued that to show that they're, they're innocent. And, and they use this discovery process to bleed you dry. And, and that's how they get you to say, and I know a lot of CEOs that, that have gone through this and, and they're like me, they got pissed and they're like, I'm going to fight these bullies. And then they run out of money because they, the trolls know how to, how to game the system mm. so that you end up spending all your money and you run out, you run out of money. Yeah, you get the beat down and then you're like, well, I either can pay or I go out of business. Or I just yeah. go out of business. Or you just go out of business from trying to fight these guys. So uh, it's very important that we get the Innovation Act uh, passed. And uh, I think I think <laughs> just on those two things alone, you know, it would make patent trolls think twice about suing the little guy. What, so uh, it's important. What can the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that listen to this program, Todd, do if they want to support the Innovation Act? Well, right now, the best thing is to write your congressman, to to tweet, to email, do everything you can to um, to ask them to support the Innovation Act. Now, again, it passed uh, the House last year. Yeah. So, you know, we just we just have to say, let's do it again. Keep the pedal on the metal. And let's hope the Senate gets their act together and we actually get this thing into law, because once it's in law, I, you know, I, I think the little guy is, isn't going to have to worry as much as, as we do now. I can't wait, you know? man. Well, you're doing the Lord's work, and I, I do appreciate it, not just from, uh, you know, uh, a, a fellow co-workers uh, and a friend's point of view, but I appreciate it as an entrepreneur where, you know, even in podcasting, and Mike talked about this during our program, um, the podcasting world has dealt with this. Uh, and it's been public, and in and, and it's it's really personal audio as, suing podcasters. Yeah, it's come yep. to light where um, you know they've they've gone to battle with Adam and, and Adam Carolla, one of the the giants, the titans in this business, and they've they've come to a settlement. But that doesn't mean they can't turn around. Whether 
they are not into little guys like more broadcasting. Um, that doesn't mean that stops them. They say that the money's not worth it, and I believe it because there isn't a lot of money in podcasting generally. Um, but it's yeah, still but they, possible. They went right? after me for thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. So right? that's that's the other side of the story you hear. They never hear those stories. You're like, ah, uh, you know, if they just want thirty five hundred, they can definitely sue us for that, and we're gonna fight. Not at all because we don't have the money. You know, <laughs> that, that's that's it. Like, yeah. what would we well, do? Well, it's like, you want to fight? Oh, well, you're going to spend a million. Yeah. You might as well just pay us $3,500. And those are real dollars, by the way. Um, those are real dollars when someone says it's going to cost you over half a million dollars to defend you if you're lucky. Uh, that's that's where the system's broken. Um, yeah, and it's and not I, fair. One of my favorite parts uh, testifying was, was being able to say they wanted me to uh, wire $3,500 into an overseas bank account, and then I got a follow-up question uh, from from a congressman from from Texas, actually, who was like, "This sounds like a Nigerian scam. Can you elaborate on that?" And I was like, "Well, uh, they're basically trying to avoid paying U.S. taxes. In fact, they actually told me if I didn't wire it overseas, I would be responsible to pay the taxes." So being able to say that, I, a lot a lot of people looked up, and uh, they I think oh, I think man. they understood, yeah, you know, that these guys offer nothing. To they're not just getting in on country. us; they're getting in on the government. Oh, they yeah. want their money. Yeah, it's it, it's an easy problem. I mean, it's an easy problem to understand. I feel when you when you break it down like that, mm -hmm. and you, you can just illustrate to them that you know no one's benefiting here, but a very select few yeah. people who right. are just just gaming the system. It's sad, man. It's tough. Uh, well, but anyway, let's not uh, dwell too much on that. No, no, no. I'm sad. Uh, Look, I'm, I'm happy and sad. I'm sad that the process is there. I'm happy that you are at the forefront of fighting this, and we'll just keep uh, supporting and updating, and I'm sure you'll yeah. let us know how we can continue helping as it goes back up to vote at the House and goes into the Senate, hopefully. Um, okay, moving on here. Big news in the world of Apple. You know about the Apple iWatch. We are T-minus four days away, depending it's on It's not an iWatch. I know it's the Apple Watch. Sorry, Jesus. You're the one that's buying it, not me. You go, well, that's the point. That's the sad part. I'm not even that informed. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I decided what model I'm going to get. I did oh, the online shopping. I've, I've decided also that um, I will be pre-ordering it well, on you have to. April you can't, 10th. You can't get it in the store. They, you cannot get it in the store. Uh, I, from what I read is that I have to pre-order and yep. well, on the 10th, I can go and actually see some different models of watches. But you can't buy at the store. I can't buy it there? Nope. Where would I have to, to buy it? it? You have to order online. Really? Yep. Oh, man. That's what I've heard. That's what I've been told. So you're telling me I can't try on the watch there and then just buy it there and then have them send it to me or tell me when yeah, it comes Yeah, isn't that crazy? Because you want to, you want to, you you know, you want to feel it. You want to put it on. You want to make sure that this uh, yeah, $350 or $500 or $1,000 or $17,000. You know, is something that you're going to that's going to feel right on you. I'm your so into this because I went on I went actually went into the store because I thought they already had some demo models out. I was hoping and or at least one I could look at. Um, and they said, no, come back on the 10th. And they said I had to set an appointment for the 10th. So I set up a regular genius appointment mm -hmm. um, to go in on the 10th and uh, have someone tell me about the watch. And I so I could actually see the model that I'm go that I'm actually going to buy and then figure out um, if I think it's going to have to be the bigger one, clearly the 42 millimeter one. But I don't know, depending on the size of the wrist. I don't know what, much about the watch outside of that. Um, but they said I could order it then. And then on the 24th, when they come in, I could pick it up then. I guess that's the logic. Well, the, the latest news is this. 
Well, which one are you getting? I'm getting the 42 millimeter case that comes in space black stainless steel. That's the one I've decided. What on. about the band? Isn't you have to pick what color? Yeah, that's that's the band. It's, it has a oh, ceramic it black band. Yes. Okay. So that's the one I'm going to be getting. How much is that? Uh, it's a little over a thousand dollars, but you what? know what? Uh, I don't. I don't have. To, I don't have kids. I don't have anything else to spend my money on. Uh, might as well fill this oh, hole with gadgets. Don't do that. This is another Google Glass. And no, you... this is much better than Google Glass. I was wrong. Google Glass. I can't. No one can bat a thousand, Todd. I'm in on the on the Apple Watch. I'm in. All right. At least well, you'll have a friend that has a watch yeah. they can develop on. That's always an upside for you. Yeah, and you better believe you better run white noise make sure the thing works. <laughs> you know what? For all the times you've asked all over me for buying things first, the, being first, first yeah, the first to I'm buy. I'm excited. You're excited yeah. for you, you jerk. <laughs> um, the price points, they do go up dramatically once you start getting into the bands. Uh, this isn't the $10,000 watch, uh, but it is, it's on the high end of the middle of the run watches. You can either now, get a stainless steel or, or the matte black. Apple released a series of videos uh, to help you learn how to use this yeah. thing. Um, yeah, and I know I haven't watched them, but you've watched Spent them. The I'm going to make one. I'm going to make one comment, please. I haven't watched these videos, but you know the the iPhone was so intuitive and so easy to figure out that it didn't need help documentation, right? Like you could just True. start. Start tapping away. Tip it, tap, tap it away tip it, and easily figure this out. Do do you think from you know because they've released all these videos, which is which is different? Like Apple usually doesn't do Tutorials. that, especially before the product yes. launch. Yes. Like, do you feel that this thing is is kind of confusing to use? No, I think the hardest part is going to be the idea of using the digital crown from the videos. Uh, that's the most that's the most interesting and exciting part for me. I thought the digital crown when they first announced this Apple Watch was kind of like a whole buzzword type of thing. I'm like, ugh, digital crown really is going to be that cool? Uh, when you actually see it in use on those tutorial videos, you say, okay, now I get it. Uh, if it's that smooth and it's that uh, easy to use, then, then it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth all the hype. Also, you know what sold me is I, I was watching uh, Bloomberg West, Todd, on, mm -hmm. on Bloomberg Television. And they had a couple developers on there that had, were coming out. One of the one of the guys was the CEO of Red of Redfin, um, the real estate uh, application, and he started talking about his first hand account of Apple and the way he was so enthusiastic. Not about necessarily his app on the watch, but the watch itself really sold me. And this guy, yes, he's developing an application for the watch, but who isn't at this point? If you're a big player, um, he really sold me on how phenomenal this watch was for his everyday use. And that's what, that's what got so me going. So he's been using the watch. He's been using the watch because they've been using it to develop their new Redfin app. How long does, have we had, do we have any real reports, like normal usage, how long does this thing last? 18 the hours is uh, the details. No one online has had the watch on hand to actually talk about it. You don't have these tech crunches of the world or CNETs to say, hey, here's the watch. We've got an early release. None of that yet. Yeah, so we'll we don't find know. Out. We'll find out. We'll know when you spend your $1,000, and then it goes dead in two hours. 1K, man. We'll find out. Um, I'm excited about it, though. Uh, I wish I could get it on the 10th. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. But you can't. I, I don't think this is going to be a Google Glass situation. I think that there's, they're offering no, sure too much. i sure it be more useful than that. They're offering too much um, for um, 
for the dollars and for the actual product line. So uh, if you're into the watch, whether you're going to get it or not, or you're just curious, there is a line of tutorials out there that will explain to you what is possible on the watch as uh, this version 1.0 that's coming out uh, on the 24th of April. Pre-orders start on April 10th, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, so that's not just the only big news in tech. Um, I thought this was interesting, Todd. If we can pivot to Amazon. Um, I saw the story break a few days ago, and I said, yeah. what the heck is Amazon doing? Because you hear out of Amazon's um, just just clubhouse so many different kind of strange stories at times, even like the fighting about drones delivering goods and how they have to test them in Australia. I read these stories and I think, oh, there goes Bezos with his development, these wacky ideas. Yeah, but and it's also right after or right it was around the time of April 1st, right? So you had to question, was this a real product that they've released? But go ahead, tell us what it is. Amazon Dash. What is Amazon Dash? Imagine a Fitbit-sized device that can either go on your fridge with a magnet or a little sticky pad, or uh, it can stick onto your washer-dryer. You can put it, frankly, anywhere with its size, but it's branded, uh, whether it's Tide, Palmolive, um, the different brands are involved here. A lot of uh, brands from Procter and Gamble, uh, they're really detergents, household um, items that you would use, consumables, uh, cleaning supplies. Yeah, it's a, it's a button. You yeah. push the button. The little and it button is on the actual Fitbit. You push the button, and it's a one button push to order your your next round of deliveries of say Tide detergent. And the well, one. Go ahead. Uh, the one Go example ahead. they have online uh, is that you would have this little Fitbit on a magnet above your little dial where you program the next wash cycle and you realize, oh, man, I don't have Tide anymore. So what they're trying to do is circumvent your idea of going to the grocery store and being like, I need more detergent where they can catch you in the moment where you need the detergent and actually have you push that little button that's programmed and tied to your Amazon Prime account. And it orders it for you in just a matter of days. You'll have your detergent on your front doorstep, yeah. bought through Amazon and not through your local grocer. So, so instead of pulling out your smartphone and tapping buy detergent, yeah. there will now be a button on your washing machine where you push it and then it orders Tide. Boom, bam. It's and that's it. Like you don't have to brilliant. do anything else. You push the button. The order goes through. Not going to lie. Pretty brilliant. And I see just that brilliant. it's, it's going to be a mat. Well, this is. This is this is like uh, what about all the kids running around like clicking on stuff? Uh, they thought of that. They said if it's w more than one click, they actually notify you on your Amazon Prime account to confirm. If you, but I thought one click goes through though. But if it's more than one click, if it's more than one click, they have a program, uh, some safeguards in place. I thought the same thing, uh, where they're going to notify you if they think that there's just something either odd or weird going on that they won't put the second order in. Yeah, one thing that I thought was odd besides this whole thing uh, oh you didn't was, like it at all eh i just you know i i think i thought it was april fools it's, it's kind of like a gimmick i mean the, what's interesting is the brands are heavily involved because these buttons you can't program like you can't program you you get the button it only orders tie yeah it's, you know? it's there you have different brands but this is this is the piecemeal todd to um your new whirlpool washer coming built built in with Amazon Dash. Instead of Amazon Prime built into your TV as an app, they'll have an Amazon Dash board right there on your Whirlpool washer or your refrigerator where you just push the buttons and they order. 
Yeah. How many times have you been in the bathroom and you ran out of toilet paper? Right there, right in the crapper. You're like, now oh, man. A button and you just have to wait one day and it'll arrive at yeah. your door. <laughs> Got to go get paper towels. Hopefully it doesn't clog up the piping. You know, it's tough. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's the type of deal there. You're going to start having, I think, smart pl- appliances that will order your gear, your goods for you if this Dash program is successful. I, I think that that's going to be an incentive for people as they start upgrading their appliances. Yeah. Pretty wild, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't I don't see myself. Well, like, we don't have kids. It. We're not doing lo- loads of laundry. We have open schedules, and they're busy yeah, for but- other reasons. But if you're a mom... Or you're uh, a dad, or you just don't have time, and you want you're tired of running into the the. Lo- By the way, it's not that easy to carry around this like uh what three four gallon bottle of detergent out of Costco anymore because it's just a pain in the ass. If they get delivered to my house, um, that might be something better, a better uh, a better option. Mm-hmm. Sure, I don't see this thing catching on at all. I mean, it, it, they already have that. What is it? A Echo product. And it kind of does the same thing, but it's it allows you to say, I want to order Tide. I can specify. Creep it's not Factor like 10, purpose. though. Creep Factor 10, that echo, because it's listening to you all the time. <laughs> Did you get one of those? No. I passed as well. I passed. No, but I hear, a lot of, I hear a lot of good things about it, though. It's crazy. Speaking of listening, have you ordered your Tidal subscription yet? Tidal? Um, no, I'm, I'm actually interested in... Is is this going to be it? All right. Well, first of all, tell everyone what title is, and then we'll get into it. Well, title is a venture uh, brought to you by quote unquote the artists themselves to take control of the streaming, uh, the finances built into the streaming services and compete directly against uh, Spotify, your Pandora's of the world, and your Beats Music tied to um, Apple now since they've been bought by by. Um, by you know, since Beats, is, Beats music has been bought by Apple, so so these artists and Jay Z is at the helm. You got Beyonce, you got Madonna, you've got uh, Daft Punk, um, you've got uh, you've got Usher, you've got some real heavy hitters uh, that have come together, invested their own money to come out with Title. Title offers you two subscription models. There's no freemium model with Title. The subscription models with uh, this this new service is either nine ninety nine a month or nineteen ninety nine for CD quality. Uh, streaming, so you get that uh, for you audio files out there. You might be into that. Um, the biggest problem, and I was a, a fan. I'm a fan of people taking advantage. I'm, I'm sorry, taking control of their content distribution. I'm always a fan of that because, sure. um, especially with technology these days, you don't necessarily need that record pressed or that CD made and distributed, right? You That's don't true. need the brick and mortar. So when I saw this, I, I was excited. I said, "These are content producers. They know what their content is worth." They're putting their own money where their mouths are. They realize that it's just it's just code, it's just software at this point, and um, they're building it on their own. Now, that being said, if they decide that they're going to pull all their music off all these other streaming services, that's going to be a hit, not just to them, because while they're not making that much money, they are making some money off of those streams, but it's also going to be a hit to um, the accessibility for their fans to actually get their music. And if without offering a free version of their um, new service, I think that it's not primed to succeed because of the competition, not of not from the competition from your Pandora's or Spotify's of the world, but the competition that's coming from Apple. One of the biggest reasons that Apple bought Beats was not just for the 
the goods, the hardware. It was actually for the software and the talent that came with it. Um, and by that, I mean Beats Music. Uh, Apple has had a problem, and they hadn't been as successful as they thought they would be with their uh, iTunes radio. And now iTunes radio will soon become what, what Beats Music was supposed to be, and they will be, deliver- they will be delivering streaming music. And... There's a reason why Taylor Swift and Drake and a handful of other artists. Were but is no- Taylor Swift going to be on this new service? She's not. There's a, but she's friends with all these other artists. Uh, so some articles are pointing out to the fact that she wasn't at this meeting, and she wasn't at the press conference. She's not part of this. Um, she's not part of this venture because Apple has certain deals set up with certain record companies that are going to make it hard for Title to really kind of circle the wagons around. You know, really a company like Apple, and they may be able to take out Spotify. They may be able to take a hit on Pandora, but for uh, for Apple to take on Tidal, it's not going to be too hard for them to do that. I'd like to make an announcement, yes. if you don't mind. Um, I'm just going to get up on the podium Did you here. just subscribe? Hold on. I'm going to the, on the, get up on the podium. Oh, please, please. Just step, up, my... step on the podium. Thank you. It's good to be here. I have a major announcement. <laughs> I'm launching a new music streaming service. It's called Tomo.com. <laughs> For $10 a month, you will stream all the independent artists out there. Yeah, but nobody or, wants independent. They want the, the blockbusters. They want the superstars. There will be no blockbusters. <laughs> this is not, if you are someone that enjoys Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Jay-Z, this is not for you. (laughs) But if you're willing to pay $10 a month, I will give you unlimited access to my huge database of music streaming capability. None of them have been copyrighted, right? No. Hey, have you thought of launching your own uh, streaming? Yes, is there a question out there? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Oscar Santana uh, from the Bolivian Times. Ah, I've read read everything you put out. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so I appreciate you know hablas español then I take it because we're a Spanish speaking newspaper. Sí, bueno. Okay. Uh, so uh, para para nuestros amigos en, en Latin America, uh, do you believe that one day Tomo.com will offer a sleep streaming service where they can just stream sleep sounds instead of actually downloading them? Okay, that's a really good idea. Uh, we are going to have. <laughs> 100% of our collection will be all sleeping sounds. So you know how you're awake? You can listen to Spotify or that yeah. title thing or yeah. beats. But when you go to sleep, Tomo.com. Tomo.com. I want you to pay me $10 a month. Yes. And I'm going to play the most relaxing sounds you ever heard. And CD quality. You'll stream it in CD quality. We're talking 128 kilobits. Oh, look at that. Now you're teasing me. CD quality. Stare full. No one else is saying this. Full stereo, <laughs> full left stereo. and right channel. Damn. All right. That that's it. No more questions. Okay. No more questions. Uh, all right. Ciao. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Oh, you're back. I'm back. I'm all right. right. Just, oh, you're back. You're back. Okay. You're, you're off the podium. Podium. Uh, yeah. So, what that? What are your thoughts on title? Honestly. On what? I'm, Sorry. I'm t- you're back on the podium. I got to check. I got. I, I'm off now. I'm off. <laughs> What are your thoughts on title? Title. Are they going to uh, succeed? You know, it's it's like I don't even think Beats is doing that well. Uh, in, well, Beats so music I, isn't doing that well, but it's better. They offer a better interface than 
iTunes Radio does. So, and you know, I have insider information on this. No, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got. I'm. I'm an insider. Okay. When it comes to telling you what what artists are making, like where is the money going? Okay. Who's using what streaming service? Right. And I'm logging in, uh-huh. and I'm and I can you can I can answer all your questions in in terms of who is is the biggest network where is jay-z being played the most (laughs) has he ripped his songs off title i don't think he's ripped his songs off spotify yet new releases though will be for the new artists like if jay-z's new album comes out or kanye's new album comes out it's going to be on title before anywhere it's anywhere else yeah i get that if you want to pay ten dollars a month for jay-z go for it that's fine but what about everybody else you know and and everyone's already on on spotify and people want something free. I mean, look, we I ran. The I'm gonna num- give you. Hang on, I'm gonna okay. give you the the top. Wait, 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 wait. Grossing artists. Top seven music stores. Okay. All right. Bring it. I want you to guess. Number one, you should know. Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, making zillions of dollars. I'm basing this off of my sales, my CD sales, and streaming sales uh, for the month of December. Yeah, that's you on the ukulele. Number one was Spotify. Okay. What is number two? Spotify. Uh, Pandora. Wrong. No, that's not even. Is that considered a streaming service? You get music. Hmm. You know what? I'm not. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. Oh. So I can't speak to that. Okay. So Pandora is an X factor. Or it's an outlier. We'll leave it out, yep. out yep. there. Uh, so it's Pandora. Is it um, TuneIn? You'll never guess. What is it? Rhapsody. Rhapsody still around? Yeah, they're they're Latin America. They're national. Right it what? blew me away. You know why? You know Rhapsody. why? City. They got that deal with T-Mobile. You get like free rap. Oh, that's where you you're right. That's where you can get downloads. I think that's why they're killing it right now. Number 3 is iTunes. Mm. Number 4, take a guess. Title? What? Are you on Title yet? No. <laughs> I, no. I don't have they launched? Are they officially launched? I think they launched. They said they already have over uh, a little over 40,000 subscribers. You know, be curious. All right. So, number 4 Google Play, number 5 uh Amazon on demand. Okay. Amazon on demand. That makes sense. Uh it looks like they hmm, those aren't streaming. And then Amazon Music and Music. then the last one, you, you'd never guess in a million years. Bring it. Xbox. Oh, Xbox. I didn't know that. People are falling asleep to your, your tunes on <laughs> Xbox? <laughs> Apparently. That means they got to keep the TV on. Uh, that's all that right. is wild. Or unless somebody's playing uh, like um, you know, Call of Duty and they just need to, some Zen music to be like, oh, I just got to kill all these people and some sniper shots, headshots, and uh, roll through. I need something to calm me down. Yeah, it's, it's stressful being a sniper. Yeah, I'll running through uh, running through some of those games, man. It can terrify you. All right, well, uh, look, we'll see where it goes. I think that you're basically telling me that it's that they're not going to be around for long. That's what I'm <clears> getting <throat> from you. I just, you know, look, I don't know. Jay Z's obviously got some pull, you know. Yeah. In the business, Beyonce has some pull, so Madonna. it kind of makes sense. But are they going to be the next Spotify? I don't think so. Do you admire, though, at least that they're trying to do something instead of doing the same damn thing over and over again? They're trying to disrupt what has currently been a flawed model for the artist as of late. Well, I guess that's my question. What what percentage do the artists get from this? Higher percentage, apparently, from the press conference. I don't know if that's the case. they say how much more? They didn't get into it. Yeah, but... Okay. 
the the music labels are still involved for most of these artists. So they're going to get the same deal as everyone else. Yeah, but I would say they get the same deal now until the new the deals expire and then title will be there to pick up the pieces. You think uh, music labels are dead and all the popular artists are just going to... You can you know. self-publish these days. Yeah. You know? Uh, I'll say this. Sure. When I got into radio, there was um, record reps everywhere. And they were the swinging dicks of dicks, if you will. Uh, they would come into the radio station. They would have their new artists. They usually come with the artist into mm-hmm. an alt-rock station or a hip-hop station. And I remember as radio started shifting and iTunes started taking over, and it's actually... it's uh, It's interesting to think about because I remember the first time that an iPod was being advertised on the radio and someone said, it's just like your radio, but online, you know, mm. uh, and, and uh, or on demand. And they would right. push this product, this product that was essentially going to kill radio, right? Mm-hmm. It's surreal the way that happened. But everybody saw it as a product and the artists were pushing them. They were, they were promoting them. And eventually that little product in the internet took over. And now, uh, because iTunes was smart enough to say, look, the record companies are having a problem with piracy. Um, we're going to give them a solution. Here's iTunes. Now, 30% of uh, a dollar or on the dollar for any record is still a lot of money considering that that 30% only goes to iTunes and then the rest of the record is broken up into the 70% that's left. It's still broken up between the manager, the label, uh, and whatever other money's owed in that business, promotions, press. So what the artists current what artists currently have to do to make money off their music is tour. They just have to tour as much as they can yeah, because they that's could, their real money. They could self-publish. They could do what I'm doing and you get pretty much all of the the revenue. They can do that now. You're absolutely right. Yeah. They can do that now. So So let's not pretend that Jay-Z's like He's making, not Robin Hood. Well, I mean, you know, artists can already self-publish. Yeah, but maybe he's helping them self-publish in one way or another. No, he's just trying to create the next Spotify so that he owns it. So he's like Doc, it, Dr. Dre with headphones? It's a, Yeah, it's just another copy. Yeah. You know, it's just another copy. They're not doing anything special. It's Does that, just the same old formula. That, you know, it's another Flappy Bird. <laughs> you know, it's another clone. If I recall, Flappy Birds was semi-successful, so we'll see what happens. Well, the first one was. Not the first but, one. Yeah, Spotify was. <laughs> Okay, so we'll find out. Uh, the last thing before we get to apps of the week is yeah. uh, Facebook now lets you send money to your Facebook friends, and it's uh, been dubbed FacePay. Which, Face, is that what it's really called? No, no, but that's what everybody's calling it these I have, days. I have an announcement to make. <laughs> I'm today, as of today, I'm not only launching a streaming service, I'm launching a new way to make online payments, and it's called... Tomo pay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be, I'll be taking questions now. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, Oscar Santana, the uh, Santana Times. You again. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Spanish-speaking newspaper, thank you for supporting the cause. Uh, Tomo pay. What type of percentage will you take for transferring my money from one user to another? How many pesos? I'm glad you asked that. 100% of the transaction will go to me. Ah, weird. And then it goes to my uh, my intended reci- recipient, or does it just go to you? Your recipient will receive an email that I receive their money. <laughs> Is that the case? Yes. That's not really going to work for most people, I don't think, sir. Compadre. 
There will be uh, an easy sign-up process 17 st in 17 steps. All I need is your bank account number. Okay. And? Your, your debit card. Okay. A valid email. <laughs> okay. Your Amazon code. Hey, 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 that's private. And right now we have one vendor that's supporting Tomopay. Yes. It's the Michael Mara Amazon store. <laughs> I'll you. take that. All right, thank you. I appreciate I'll have to pass. Appreciate that. Um, okay, so Facebook, Facebook's Messenger Pay is only going to be done through the Messenger app. And with the new Messenger feature Facebook added, I'm um, reading this straight from the copy, Facebook added uh, an easy way to connect debit cards to your account. Before, it'll let you connect a credit card or debit card or PayPal account uh, to buy ads or virtual goods and games. Uh, but now Facebook can, uh, has a mobile-first zero-fee payment system complete with yes. a passcode protection and a Finally. transaction history all <clears throat> baked is, into Messenger. Oh, my goodness. I remember when PayPal did that 10 years ago. It was great. That you can just send money without fees? Yeah. I can send you money. Yeah, yeah. And they don't charge any fees as long as you have a PayPal balance. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So... Uh, so this is all done through Messenger, and I guess, uh, you know, uh, at F8, right, which is Facebook's conference, yes. they announced, um, you know, uh, developers are going to be able to integrate with, with the Messenger app. So clearly they have big plans for, for the Messenger app, and this is, this is just a small step, if you will, being able to transfer payments to your friends. You're having a conversation with them, and you go, oh, hey, guys, the, the tickets to the concert are $20 each, and then everyone just says, here you go, here's $20. And, you know, that's the example that, that, they're, that they're showing, but obviously they're going to try to bring in merchants and everything else. And, and yet we have one more way to pay. I like that. It might be a little easier, to be honest with you. Uh, I like uh, PayPal, but it's kind of a bitch to deal with. And if I'm already on, if I'm already logged into Facebook and I just click in and, and send you some some ducats, uh, I'll work it that way probably. Yeah, I you know I always think like PayPal's easy. I every I use PayPal all the time. I don't you know it's you just need an email address and you send someone money and it, and it works. So it's I don't know they they. What's what's interesting is what has PayPal done, like lately? You know, what they haven't have, evolved. It doesn't seem like. I mean, I know they have a PayPal. The dashboard's app. nicer these days, and the app's okay, but it's not. It's, it's not like oh, you don't hear these breaking the breaking news about PayPal. Yeah, yeah. It's just, what have they been doing? PayPal actually, it just got spun out of. It's getting spun out of eBay, right? So yeah, that's true. Yep. Like, what's the story there? Are they getting ready to sell? I don't know. I mean, ever since, you know, Elon Musk got out of there, it just hasn't done anything. Yeah, no more rockets, no more electric cars. Yeah. It's just the same old payment systems. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I think the messenger pay is going to be pretty cool. I'll well, they did copy it. the Square thing with PayPal. So yeah. Now. So I guess that is cool. They have that. Um, Square up. So maybe, you know, I don't know, Facebook's going to become the next PayPal, you think? Well, it definitely adds another dimension to the revenue stream. Before you would just, as as the article said, you could you could put your attach your credit card to buy ads and you're good to go, boom bam, and pretty easy. Now you can actually send people money, which is just a nut. So you're you're living your life socially on Facebook if you're still into Facebook. I I still am. All right, you, I'm gonna, you're, you're messaging on Facebook. Now you're paying on Facebook. Um, I'm going to tell you why I don't like this. Okay. And that is, um, have, like, have you ever given Facebook your credit card? Yeah, I have. 
Have you ever bought anything? Ads. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And here's the thing I hate about it is uh, they will not let you remove the credit card. You have to add a new credit card to get rid of the old one. And I wanted to cancel like this one payment account that I had because I was starting another one. But they won't let me delete the card from the service. Now, imagine they roll this whole thing out and they make it as easy as like they make purchasing as easy as clicking on a like button, Mm -hmm. something we do all the time. And you can't, you just can't stop it. You can't undo it. You give them your credit card. You tap one tap, like button, boom, you made a purchase. Like it just, it, it infuriates me that I can't undo the credit card. And that, that's what concerns me is they're going to give this one touch like button to make purchases and you're not going to be able to, to stop it. It seems and like they're legally gonna have you should be able to take that credit card. Should, legally, they should allow you to take it off. They do not allow you to take it off. You have to add a new one to delete the old one. And yeah, it's extremely frustrated by that. I'm, I, I, don't, I just, oh, I never, I've, I look, I can see how that's frustrating, but I've never had that situation. It's, it's certainly uh, interesting. I'll have to try it. I'll have to try it. There's got to be a button you're missing. You tell me no. they can't, you can't no. take it off. Can't. Can't I could I could elaborate more? Yeah, but it's it's created a very awkward uh, situation. Man, it, it's That's not good. It's ice. not good. Let us, you know, delete our credit card. Have you had it. much success on Facebook ads? <clears throat> yes. Like good, great success, or like uh, minimal, like like scalable success, or is it yeah. something you fantastic have? Fantastic success. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, I just I wonder. I sit here. And people talk, do you have, um, and then now we're talking shop, do you have a uh, representative from Facebook that walks you through this, or is it something that you've just figured out, had to figure out on your own? Um, I've done this so much, like yeah. with other ad networks, uh, like advertising mobile apps. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of the same old, same old. You know, you pick wh- who you want to target. You, yeah. You pick when you want to target, and you create lots of different creatives, and you test them out, and you... Find one that works really cream, well. Cream rises to the top, and you dump all your money into that campaign. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty easy. It's a, how they, long do you usually take before you generally justify the thinning of the herd? Give it a week, like the frequency. <clears throat> well, um, yeah, I, I usually just start eliminating after a day. You oh, know? okay, I gotcha. And I'll whittle it down to to one ad that is performing really well. That's and interesting. I don't know of like no one's taught me what what the right thing to do, but as like an engineer, to me that made the most sense. You know, you you try out a lot of different things, and you just kind of whittle away at it until you've got one really good ad. And it no, it makes sense. Works. I I the reason why I bring this up is, um, everybody I talk to, and they're not professionals, they're not engineers, they have mixed results with these Facebook ads. Yeah. Um. I oh yeah, had someone give me like what you just said, like you no, they they. Oh, do I've well. had a huge. There's a huge range. That's why you, you know you, you got to create multiple creatives because you just don't know how they're going to perform. One small little change in a word, making one word all caps free, made a huge difference. Like, and then you would have to just like put all you have to do all these little tiny tweaks. And whatever works, you know, it, yeah. it's like if you don't do that, you're going to, you're setting yourself up for failure. And many times I come up with something that I think is going to be amazing. 
and it's always it always is the worst one, you know. And then something just that I thought was just like a normal old ad, you know, boom, killed it. So you you have no idea what performance is going to be. It's it's crazy. It's fun. I it's it's kind of addicting, and it can cost a lot of money. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I've tried and I've tried uh, Twitter too, uh, a little bit on Twitter. Uh, it's a completely different experience, completely different results. I was at a conference, uh, and someone mentioned to me that the way that they quote unquote hacked Twitter was that they would find people that were talking about a certain topic and they would engage into that topic. This seems like, you know, heavy handed and time consuming, but they would find the hashtag. So say like for you, right? You find someone that has, has having sleep problems and, You'd find the hashtag, all the hashtags that have to do with sleep, and you enter those conversations, or you pay someone to do that, and all they do is basically instead of a bot, they troll to plug the application. Yeah, uh, and and it works. Twitter's great at doing that. You know, like you you don't really need to advertise on Twitter because it's just this open forum, and you can engage anybody. Yeah. So just it just, takes it's time consuming. You have well, to yeah. like. I mean, all of this stuff is time consuming. You know, like it. You have to have someone managing all of the campaigns. You have to have someone that's making tweets, you know. So I, I like Twitter just because you can be a little more organic. You don't have to spend money right now, yeah. whereas Facebook, uh, they're nickel and diming you right now. Well, like, I remember that and that's what sucks. the CPM is high, right? So here's – what was interesting is when I talked to the account rep at Twitter, one of the things they said – was you know Twitter costs a little bit more money to get followers, but once they're following you, you know you don't have to pay any more money. Whereas Facebook, what they do is you have to pay to get people to follow you, then you got to pay again to get in their feed. You know they're like they're constantly making you pay by boosting your post mm. or whatever. So I thought that it's was like a- dating a girl, <laughs> but taking out a date. You got to pay for that dinner and then you got to go on multiple dates. And then once you actually start dating them, you got to, it's just all this responsibility comes along. It's not just like, Hey, like Twitter uh, would be like, Hey, we met. All right. That's nice knowing you. Uh, we're friends. You have to like really put in some work in order to get into Facebook's pants. Yeah. And you, and it's a, it's like a first date every time. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Yep. So that, that was an interesting, I thought, observation. That's what they're telling all the sales people at Twitter. You know, this is what you tell people. <laughs> this you is know, how you close. I was getting better results on Facebook, but then, you know, and I told him that I said, look, I'm getting really good results here. And he said, well, you know, with Facebook, even though you're getting these, you know, these people that are liking your page, you're still going to have to pay to get in their feed. Like it's a nonstop thing. Whereas on Twitter, they follow you. They're going to, you're going to be in their feed, but I don't even know. if Is it more expensive on Twitter? Even for that one, hypothetically, the one interaction, the one payment? I way more expensive when I, but it was my test, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, they, they you're going to pay a lot more uh, from, and they even admitted that, but they, but their whole, their counter to that is once you have them, you have them. So. Okay. Um, I have, I'm setting up my app of the week. Oh, I have my app of the week, but I'm going to send you a text because uh, I want to show you how my app of the week works. Um, so why don't you go up, uh, go ahead with your app of the week while I send you this text. Okay. Well, my app of the week is. Google Calendar. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but they have released their own calendar. It's on uh, iOS even. And What's I, the difference between the Google Calendar I've used on my desktop? Well, I mean, it, it's it's obviously it's better formatted for your phone. Um, and, and I like the Mac 
calendar app and you know the the google desktop interface the web interface is okay but they killed it with with this uh new new google calendar app it is so much better than apple's own uh calendar that i can it's just like as soon as i launch the thing i know exactly what i'm doing today it's just it makes it so easy to scroll up and down you just know what you're doing the entire day whereas when i launch apple's uh calendar it's like i never know what's going on i just always feel like they <laughs> don't display things in the best way possible but i I've, i use both but i think once you start using google uh google's calendar mm -hmm. you'll like it better than apple's and if you're an iphone user so give it a shot especially if you're like me and you have everything on on google and you pay for the google apps and and you get the calendar and the email and all that so uh yeah it's it's great that google actually is supporting ios and they're coming out with really good implementations of their own apps on you know the iphone so check it out i think you'll like it what about the mail app um because I finally got an invitation to the Google Mail app. Are you using it as much as everybody else that gets inbox. it? I'm sorry, Inbox? Um, so I use Inbox for my personal Gmail because they don't support, um, at least I don't think they support the, uh, the uh, corporate accounts yet. Mm -hmm. uh, so I use the regular Gmail app for my TMSoft email, and then I use, I use Inbox for, for personal and... I don't know. I, I I like both. I think they both work pretty well. Are you uh, feeling that the the inbox is going to be something that once it's spread to the corporate mail, which we both use for for Google, it'll be mm -hmm. worth using? Is yeah, it more, I, I don't find it more efficient yet. I, I oh, just you don't, don't? I just don't yet. But I don't use it enough because I'm 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 also split between the personal and the corporate, right? Yeah, it's a, it's it's a tough call because my personal one gets so much spam. Like I get so many and it's not really spam. It's just like all these forum notifications, social and promo. I like how it all gets filed away mm -hmm. and 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 it makes it easier to to see stuff, especially if you have a, a mailbox that's just overflowing with stuff. Um did you hear that? I just sent you a message. No, I didn't hear that. Oh, was that a text message? Yeah, yeah. I was sending you my, my app of the week text message, but uh, don't worry about that yet. I just wanted you to finish I your thought on Mailbox. I, yeah, well. Um, it hasn't changed your life. It hasn't changed my life, at least. It, you know, I'd like to see what it looks like. I, I wish they would enable it. Um, one of the things that just really bugs me about um Google right now is when using the desktop. Like it's so much easier when I use my phone because I can use the Gmail app for my corporate stuff and then I use Inbox for my personal and it's completely separated, easy to use, easy to find. When I'm on the desktop, I can't stand it. Yeah, you go to Gmail, it logs you out of personal, goes corporate. Sometimes you're in corporate and it just logs you out and you go to it's personal. It's a cluster F. And it keeps flip-flopping yeah, back and it and boots forth. you out. You're like, oh, I was in the middle of an email. I, it's so frustrating. Like I feel like I spend half my day logging like, in and logging, logging out, out <laughs> logging back, even with LastPass. But I'm not typing in passwords. But it's like a nonstop toggle back and forth. I'm like, why did it log me? Why is it in the personal Gmail now? It's back at the so corporate. True. So and true. And it's like they gotta fix that. They have to fix it. Yeah. Even if you're using Chrome, you think you're using Chrome, everything's gonna be okay. Same deal. Same problem. 
Same problem. Yeah, it is. In the Chrome, you, I can, I'm logged into the corporate account, but it still will flip-flop all the time. I can't figure it out. If anyone knows how to solve that problem, I would love to have two browsers, one for personal, one for corporate. I don't know. They need to, they need to do a better job of that. All right, perfect. Um, so your app is the Google Calendar, the new app. Check it out. Download it if you haven't yet uh, for iOS as well. Uh, my app is called Legend. I found uh, Legend uh, because it was being featured by Apple a few days ago. It's still featured. I think if the features go from Tuesday to Tuesday, it might expire tomorrow. So get on it. Uh, it was 50% off and it was 99 cents. And Legend is a fun gift creator. So if you're a gift man like I am, I know that's very, uh, you know, uh, mid-2000s, but I'm still into them. Um, I thought it's a lot of fun, and I had a lot of fun this weekend uh, messing with uh, the actual app. And they give you – it just it makes it so easy to yeah, create these things. Yeah, you just sent me a little animated GIF. I didn't know that that the Messages app supported that. Isn't it cool? Yeah, so you sent me an animated GIF, I guess. Yeah, right? I says- just made it while we were talking. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it goes, it's got the animated letters, yeah. Tomo, yes. coming in one at a time, and then it ends on me making a phone call to, uh, in China. Yeah. Huh. Pretty cool. Right? Not bad. So you can put like a bunch of different, can you do video? They video, they have all kinds of different tags um, that uh, that I that I put together. I'll, I'll send you one that I made for Shannon just quickly. I, it's actually, I was filmed at your house. That sounds creepy. Um, <laughs> but I'll send it to you so you can see. What's the name of this app? <laughs> it's called Legend. Legend. I thought it'd be cool for some marketing um, as well. If you wanted to make a small one of these for for your um, for your products or your apps, that's what I was thinking. Trying to figure out how I could use it for Mike's show. Uh, it, does it support audio? It doesn't support. audio. I can't confirm that. Um, I haven't used it enough. But I, so I just sent you the one I made for Shannon, mm-hmm. and it'll get to you in two seconds. And it has video on there as well. And it gives you different fonts. You can decide what fonts you want, different special effects, filters for your video or your, your photo that you're using. You don't even have to use a photo if you don't. Um, have you received it yet? <laughs> yeah, I did. Right? Superhero Yogi. Yes. She's doing a handstand uh, hand in her stand costume. Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, Green Lantern. And then I put a little Superhero Yogi oh, effect on top God. of it. You know, you know what my phone looks like now? What? Right now? MySpace. <laughs> It's got all this crap animating all over it, and I just want to, like, delete the app. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, you're just spamming me with uh, GIFs. Very cool, I'm just, though. Like you know, it. demonstrating. Yeah. But, no, it just reminded me of MySpace. You hated that, I remember. Uh, hopefully, Legend will have a little more success than, uh, than, than MySpace. <laughs> Legend, 99 cents on the store you know, on sale now. You know that's what killed MySpace, animated GIFs. Yeah, but this is... Like that, you go to someone's page and it's just like got background music and animated gifs everywhere. It was like, it was like taking a time machine back ten years to when the web was just ridiculous and everyone's trying to like show off with some some fancy animation. And a lot of glitter, a lot of glitter. Right, right. A lot of glitter, and and that's why everyone switched to Facebook. They're like, we're tired of the glitter. (laughs) That's why. Yeah, that's exactly why they're like. We like how Facebook's like one color, you know, and like you can't customize it. Yeah, I could see that, but I but these these um these I'm gifts, convinced that that's how they won. That's these gifts won. aren't the they're not they're not horrible though. They're not just like something that are annoying, are they? No, I, you know it's like well, it's fine, right? But 
imagine if Facebook starts like, well, it's almost gotten to that point where all you see now is videos in your feed, right? So it, it's kind of weird. Facebook is now like YouTube, right? Every time you're going through, it's mostly videos. So like, I think if you want your status update to get to a lot of people, you better film a video. True, true. I just uh, was uploading my GIF that I made for you on your page, on your Facebook page, so it could be more like fit in my space. Um, but I, wait, it's going to my Facebook page. I was going to post it on your page. Try it. I don't think it, it's um, not going to animate. It may. You want me to try it? Like, give me yeah, two seconds. Try it. I'll do it. I'll do it right I'm now. I'm pretty sure it won't do it. It won't animate. You're saying? I don't know. Let's find uh, out. Let's find out here. Let me. I think open it has up. to be a video, doesn't it? Uh, I don't. Oh, we're gonna find out as we speak here, because I'm gonna take this. My friend was at the White House Easter egg roll. What do you mean? Isn't that hard to get into? Uh yeah, it's pretty hard. Angie Goff goes there from uh, yeah, the news. She's, she's liking this. Who was there? Uh, my friend Kinsey. You well, met her. That must be not. Well, Kinsey's well connected. Yeah, she is. Right. I can't believe she's on the White House lawn. I mean, I'd want to go, but I don't have. We have to. We'd have to like steal a kid. <laughs> right? I think that's the bit. Yeah. You know anyone with a kid? We can uh, steal for the day? Do it for next year. I think, but I think little you Mikey. have to. Little Mikey. <laughs> Who's little Mikey? We'll fly him up from Florida. Oh, my God. Little Michael O'Mara? Mm-hmm. Okay, I put, as seen on Tech 411 uh, right, show. Okay? That's my wall. And I'm putting and that on your wall. And you, too, can look at whatever this is. At facebook.com slash Todd Tech. Yeah. Um, so I posted it. You're good to go. I don't see it. Upload completed. I'm going to look at it on both the desktop and my mobile phone. I don't think the English is proper. As seen on Tech 411 show. Oh, my God. It's working mobile. It is working on mobile. So that was a video, though. It's coming across as a video. Yeah, Not I just a, I just saved it from the app to my my uh, camera roll and posted it. I like it. Let's see. I'm, I want to see if it does the same for desktop. But I guess if it see if it's posting, it's not an animated GIF. So it made it made it into a video. It made it into. Oh, a it's video. actually playing automatically. I thought you'd have to yeah. hit play. Oh, that is wild. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, I bet you that's going to go in a lot of like everyone's feed because yeah. it's a video now. This Look at that. You could make ads. White noise, and then have someone passed out. I'm actually working on that. You are? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you've almost got it done. Like video ad videos. Oh, nice. Of the sounds so that you'll Ooh, be able to hear them. That sounds like, awesome. In your feed. We'll see. In we'll your see feed? How. Yeah, you'll be able to see it on Facebook. You push it, and you'll hear the audio, and you'll get a nice image. And so we're, we're working on it. We've been working on it for a week now. I like that. Uh, speaking of working on uh, new updates to all your more broadcasting apps on Android and iOS, uh, if you're out there and you haven't updated your app, do so now. Uh, if you had ever had an issue with our Tech for One Show app or on Android or the Michael Mara Show, Big O and Dukes or whatever, uh, of um, calls coming in and your audio not stopping down, we had a handful of Samsung devices that had that issue. Uh, Tomo and his Dream Team have fixed that issue, so... Uh, we are good to go there. Thank you. Yeah, Tom. give give the app another chance. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So uh, let's see anything to plug here. I've got a new version of White Noise Baby, 
and uh, 4.0 was just launched. And let me tell you, I screwed it up big time. What happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was there that day. I, almost, oh, I wanted to God. leave. I felt so hundreds, bad for you. Hundreds of upset mothers have been emailing me left and right. <laughs> Had to do a quick fix of that because uh, I took away the, the original car ride. There's a car ride sound. And all babies love to be, you know, in a car. Uh, they always fall asleep. So uh, I ended up changing the car ride sound. Uh, to, and it wasn't as good and everyone let me know that. And so I had to do like quick update, quick turnaround, uh, got Apple to, to approve the update in one day. That's a new record for me and it's all been fixed. So if you wouldn't mind, if you ever downloaded white noise, baby, or whether it's Android or iOS, uh, please update your review. I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's something to be said when you walk into your friend's office and it's not just business as usual. It's, hey, man, I got thousands of moms pissed at me. Uh, just give me a couple of minutes here because yeah, I need to put out fire. this fire. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, let's talk, let's talk about the, uh, your app. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about talk the app about that has 20 people using it. Uh, I got I to gotta deal with this drama. Uh, okay, so that, that's White Noise Baby. That's, what you, that's your to-do Till our next episode of Tech 411 Show, you download it, give it five stars, whether you yeah. use it or not, help our, our boy Tomo out. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, just download the Tech 411 Show app, uh, give it a give it a shot. Um, major updates, uh, both on Android and iOS, and we're continuing to work uh, at a breakneck pace here. As um, Todd, I think we're meeting almost once a week and having conversations about how we can improve that app. So appreciate that. Yeah, and it's it's in really good shape right now, especially Android was lacking, uh, but we finally got some of those uh, annoying issues like when a phone call comes in, mm -hmm. you need to stop the podcast, things like that. I think we got that all ironed out, so please give it a shot. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got. All right, that's it for our show. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll uh, see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com. Tomo is the new cast member on House of Cards. And I've got some exciting new businesses I'm launching today. All that and more. Tech 411 starts now.